0: We talk L.A. Kings unanswered questions as we head into the 2023-24 season on this edition of Locked On L.A. Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you are enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network and I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and, of course, a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30 years. As we count down to the season, we are 18 days away from the rookie tournament, September 15th in Las Vegas, 25 days away from the preseason opener, September 22nd in Melbourne, Australia, and 44 days away from opening night, October 11th at Crypto.com Arena against the Colorado Avalanche. Hope you had a great weekend. I went to not one, but two Metallica concerts at SoFi Stadium on Friday and Sunday. I had a great time, and if you were out there at one of those shows, I uh, hope you had a great time as well. I did run into a couple of LA Kings fans out there, and uh, anyway, I hope you had a good weekend. I know I had a fun time. Uh, coming up on this show, we're going to talk about some unanswered questions for the LA Kings, and to start off, I think the biggest unanswered question is head coach Todd McClellan's future. I talked about it on last Monday's show. We... uh Talked about the kings that were in the biggest spotlights for this coming season. Uh, and you know, I focused on the players, um, and understandably so. But we did have a comment on one of the YouTube episodes, on the episode from last Monday. And this came from Big Lebowski3961. And he said, Spotlight is on McClellan. Can he get the kings to the next level? And he's right. And this needs to be discussed. And that's what we're going to do today. Todd McClellan. Head coach of your Los Angeles Kings is going into his fifth season as head coach of the Kings. First two seasons, the team was rebuilding. So the record was understandably not great. Last two seasons, maybe you believe the Kings are ahead of schedule. Maybe you think they're right on track considering what GM Rob Blake has done to improve the lineup over the last couple of seasons. Um, The Kings, though, a playoff team the last two years. You well know, back-to-back years, making the Stanley Cup playoffs, But two first round exits both times to the Edmonton Oilers. Now, Tom McClellan is going into the final year of his contract. Now, it's possible he could get an extension before opening night, but I don't think he will. And frankly, I hope he doesn't. Um, It's not that I don't like Tom McClellan. I do. Uh, And it's not that I don't think he's done a pretty good job. He has. But as was once said, you are what your record is. And with the investment, and the moves the Kings have made, it is time for the LA Kings to win a playoff series. Now, if they do and he gets an extension, great. If they don't, well, then it's probably time to look for a new coach who can, as Big Lebowski3961 said, get the Kings to the next level. Again, Rob Blake has shown he's a guy who likes to get things settled pretty quickly. The Kings roster has basically been settled for weeks now. There's other teams that are still going to have to do some major things to get under the salary cap. The Kings aren't one of them. Now, right now, the Kings are under the cap, and there could be some tweaks that have to be made depending on who exactly is going to be on the final roster and what that number is as far as players carried on the final roster. But pretty much things are settled, barring any injuries. Now, Blake is one of those GMs I have found to not want to wait around to get things done. He's usually pretty decisive has a plan, and carries out that plan pretty quickly. Uh, he's done it in re-signing players, he's done it in making trades, and he's done it in bringing in free agents at the trade deadline. Um, he likes to get things settled and clarified, is my feel, on kind of his general style. Um, and it, it makes the organization, I think, feel a little bit more stable, right? He's got a plan. If he can carry it out, he does, and if he, he can not carry it out, he does it pretty quickly. So if Todd McClellan was going to get a contract extension, before going into this season, wouldn't he have gotten it already? What would the weight be? Are there some sort of protracted negotiations going on? I can't imagine that would be the case. So it seems clear to me that Todd McClellan is coaching for his next contract and management has basically made it clear. Now, I don't know if they've had discussions with him behind closed doors, but I mean, one and one equals two. You've got a coach going into the final year of his contract. You've got a team that has had a moderate amount of success with him as the coach with a pretty good roster given to him. And now it's time to see more. You've gotten us to this point. We expect more now. This is the year. It's make or break. You get it done. You get an extension. You don't. We're going to look elsewhere. Now, some might say that that could be a distraction, right? You've got a coach going into his final year. Uh, you know you could argue it's not really a great situation to have a lame duck coach as they call it you know the, the players could feel like well i don't have to answer this guy he's very likely he may not be around next year um but i i don't buy into that i don't i don't think it's necessarily bad to have a lame duck coach if you want to call him that um and a matter of fact I think it could be a motivating thing for a coach and a team uh to know the pressures on and look there's a certain amount of pressure that's on every NHL head coach, but you know the expectations for the LA Kings are not the same as the expectations of the Arizona Coyotes, and rightfully so. So that pressure could certainly motivate Todd McClellan to try and get things done. Uh, And as for the players, though, I I really don't see that being a distraction because they want to win. I think they're as frustrated as us fans with the lack of playoff success, just getting to the playoffs and then getting bumped In the first round by the oilers uh is frustrating and it's not what they want it's not what we want it's not what anybody wants who's you know a a king's fan or rooting for the kings or a part of the king's organization the kings haven't won a playoff series since they won the cup in 2014 so it's time to get to the next level especially for guys who've been around for a while right they they you know drew dowdy andre kopitar uh trevor lewis now back with the team they've all had a taste of winning. And I think they're probably sick of not having that taste again. And for the other guys, they're hungry to get that taste for the first time. So look, if things really go south for the Kings this season, uh, yeah, it's possible they could tune out the coach in that situation because they're like, well, this guy is not going to be around for very long. He's going to get fired. But if things do really go south, he's going to get fired. So then the new coach will be brought in and it won't worry if they were tuning out Todd McCullough at the time because things have uh, had to be forced to make a change. So what would be the worst-case scenario for the Kings if things go well with Todd McClellan and they got to pay him at the end of the year or not? Uh, Let's say something we saw actually not that long ago. Uh, A head coach in a lame duck season goes on to win the Stanley Cup, and then that coach ended up walking. If that's the worst-case scenario or, or one of the scenarios, I think we could all live with that, to be honest with you. Um, and yeah, it'd suck if we won the cup and then we lost our coach because he deserves credit for that. If that happens. Um, uh, but I, I, think that again, we'll all be satisfied with having another cup. And if we have to find another coach, okay. Uh, let's, let's say the Kings have a deep playoff run. Don't win the cup. And then McClellan walks, or if they at least just get out of the first round and he ends up walking at the end of the year, I feel pretty confident in any of those scenarios the Kings will be able to find a pretty good coach who would like to take over a team that just made it out of the first round of the playoffs, maybe a deep run of the playoffs. So I'm, I'm guessing they would be able to replace Todd McClellan fairly easily. If McClellan feels put off that he did a great job and he wasn't uh, you know, given another contract at some point during the season. So that's maybe the worst case scenario. And I mentioned it did happen recently. Uh, if you don't remember, Barry Trotz was the head coach of the Washington Capitals. He had never gotten his team any of his teams that he coached, it was Nashville before that, out of the second round of the playoffs. He was going into the final of his contract, and the Capitals were like, prove it. Prove it to us. It's a prove-it year for you. Well, he did. 2017 20, 20, 2018. 20, Watch the Capitals go all the way, win their first-ever Stanley Cup. And then after the season, they did not give Trotz the contract he wanted. They didn't reward him the way they should have, to be honest about it. And he ended up walking. And the Capitals have not won a playoff series since. So, uh, I will say this, if Todd McClellan proves it, then he deserves to get whatever he wants, unless it's just something insanely ridiculous, which I'm sure it wouldn't be. I think Barry Trotz wanted like $5 million a year, and that's for a Stanley Cup winning coach. And for a guy who's been pretty good his whole career, I think that's more than fair, but the Capitals said no thanks. And he went on to the New York Islanders, had some success there, and now is the GM of the Nashville Predators. So, uh, I don't know if that, that scenario would play out in LA. Um, but again, if it does, I'm willing to live with that. I, I don't want to see the Kings get Tom McClellan an extension before the season starts. I want him to basically earn it this coming season. Now you might think coaching's overrated. It's the players that win the games, and that's not necessarily wrong, but we've seen coaching changes make a difference in the NHL in particular, whether it's been in season or at the start of a season. And it's very possible that the Kings, you know, if if well, it's not very possible. It's going to happen if they don't get off to the start, or if they're not in a playoff position midway through the season. They're going to make a coaching change. They're not going to invest all of the money they've invested in this roster and send the message that this is the year to get over the hump, and then have the team not start off well or not be playing well and not make a change. They will make a change if things don't go the way we all think they're going to go, and those in-season coaching changes. Well, they worked out pretty well the last time the Kings did that, right, with uh, Daryl Sutter when uh, he replaced uh, John Stevens in the middle of the year, or was it Terry Murray? Terry Murray, I'm sorry, in the middle of the year, and went on to lead the Kings to their first Stanley Cup. And we've seen examples of this in the recent past in the NHL. It happened in Pittsburgh. um, It happened in St. Louis. So it's not uncommon for something like that to happen. So coaching changes can make a difference, and even coaching changes at the beginning of the season – have shown in the NHL to make a difference. This year, eight teams made the playoffs. Six of those teams had first year head coaches, including the team that won the Stanley cup, the Vegas golden Knights. So you could talk about head coaches, maybe that being overrated coaching in the NHL, but it's, it clear, it clearly has, we've seen a pattern that the right head coach can make the difference. Is Todd McClellan, the right head coach for the LA Kings, 16 seasons. This will be his 16th NHL season. And he's been around the Pacific Division, as we know, with the Sharks and the Oilers and now the Kings. Uh, He's never made it to a Stanley Cup final. Obviously, has never won a Stanley Cup. So is Todd McClellan the guy to get the Kings to the next level? We're going to find out this season. If he is, then he'll get rewarded, I believe. And if he isn't, then we'll be asking the question, who will be the Kings next head coach? Uh, We have some more unanswered questions to talk about. We'll do that next here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, football season is about to kick off and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl and you'll get a bonus bet for every victory they get. So you can use that bonus bet on point spreads, player props, over-unders and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and earn bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That is Fanduel.com slash locked on. Hey, before we move on, I did want to talk a little bit more about Todd McClellan, because I said that I like Todd McClellan and I do. And as a fan and a member of the media, uh, he's someone that is going to be pretty transparent. And I appreciate that as a fan and as a media member. What do I mean by that? Well, he gives you a pretty straight answer when you ask him a question Uh, a lot of coaches and a lot of different sports give you that coach speak the art of saying nothing while saying something Um, but he doesn't do that he's he's pretty straightforward give you an honest answer and I appreciate that as both a fan and as someone who on occasion is in those press conferences now uh, that wasn't the case with Daryl Sutter the head coach of the Kings we mentioned uh, came in as a midseason replacement back in 2012. Ended up leading the Kings or helping the Kings get to a pair of Stanley Cup titles. Uh, Daryl Sutter, uh, as as a fan of the Kings, while he was the head coach, I stopped listening to his press conferences because he was never going to say anything interesting or revealing. And he did have an adversarial relationship with the media. Uh, he made it pretty obvious from his tone and his body language that he did not care to talk to anybody in the media um, but he only did it because he was being forced to as part of his job but it was pretty clear that uh, he didn't like it and he was typically condescending and generally unpleasant Uh, and to be clear this is not any kind of personal issue I ever had with Daryl Sutter he was never personally rude to me or anything like that Um, but he certainly wasn't fun to be around and I'm sure he wasn't fun to play for either the reason I bring this up is uh, there were some clips being put out on social media, and I retweeted some of them as well. There was an interview with former King Tyler Toffoli. Uh, he was, of course, a part of the Stanley Cup winning team in 2014. Uh, he's now bounced around the league, um, had varying degrees of success. Uh, just landed a big contract with the New Jersey Devils, and he was on the Spitting Chicklets podcast. And he had some pretty good stories about Daryl Sutter. And to be fair to Tyler, he never claimed in this interview that he had any issues with Sutter, but I think he did acknowledge and it's not breaking news here that Daryl Sutter is not an easy guy to to play for. So what's the point to all this? Like, like I said, I, I liked, I liked Todd McClellan. Didn't really like Daryl Sutter, but Daryl Sutter got the job done in LA. Uh, You know, you could certainly argue his job isn't to be pleasant. Isn't to be friendly necessarily. Um, His job's to win hockey games. And he did do a lot of winning when he was at the LA Kings. And as a fan That's, I care more about that than having a guy who gives me some nice answers and is nice to me and generally is likable than anything else. As fans, we want to see our teams win. That's why we're in it. That's what it's all about. I'm not saying win at all costs and there's no standards or anything like that, but that's the job of the coach. The the job of the coach is not necessarily to be a good guy. It's to be challenging, to push players, to push them, pull them, motivate them. And sometimes that means being a jerk. Uh, Now, certain coaches have different styles. Not everyone is as hard-nosed and old-school as Daryl Sutter is and was. Um, But there are different ways to get it done. But in the end, uh, it's about getting the job done. So uh, as much as I like Todd McClellan, uh, like I said, he needs to get the job done. And if he doesn't, then there needs to be somebody else that can come in to do it. Because the guy that uh, I didn't really care for much He's helped get two banners hanging in the crypto.com arena. And I, uh, I like that a lot. I had a lot of good times watching those teams and a lot of fun times. So, like I said, if Todd McClellan can't get it done, then obviously we'll have to look elsewhere for somebody else. But we shall see. Hopefully he does. Hopefully he does. Uh, some, few, uh, some few other unanswered questions for the Kings this season, now on the ice mostly. How will the veteran tandem of Cam Talbot and Phoenix Copley hold up in net? How will Pierre-Luc Dubois affect the lineup? Which young player, if any, will emerge to have a breakout season? And what will the Kings' penalty kill be this year, a positive or a negative? Now, I'm, I'm a pretty optimistic person, generally speaking. If you've watched this show, you probably know that. And I'm pretty optimistic about most of those unanswered questions. I do believe that with a solid defensive core and a good defensive team in general around our two goalies that either Cam Talbot or Phoenix Copley will be good enough to get the job done and to get the Kings where they want to be. I'm pretty optimistic that Pierre-Luc Dubois is going to have a positive effect on our lineup. Clearly, the Kings are now one of the top teams in the NHL down the middle as far as strength from the center positions. Kopitar, PLD, Philip Deneau, Blake Lazat. That's a pretty darn good one through four. I'm pretty optimistic that both Arthur Kaliev and Brant Clark can be impactful players as rookies. Well, not as rookies, but as young players. Clark, obviously a rookie. Kaliev as a younger veteran, if you want to call him that, now going into his third season. I think both those guys can be positives for the Kings this season. What I'm not sure about is the penalty kill. How exactly is that going to get better? We brought in Trevor Lewis to help out a little bit, but. As, as much as I like Trevor Lewis, he's not enough to turn the two penalty kill units around. Uh, you know They've got to be better this year. We know that. It's been a priority. How exactly is that going to happen? Well, I'll, also the Kings, they, they were 13th in the NHL out of 32 teams as far as penalty minutes taken last season. So that needs to be cleaned up. That's a pretty easy way to help out a penalty kill. Your penalty kill can't hurt you if they're not out there very often. Um, But before last season, the Kings had an issue with their power play, as I'm sure you well know. They brought in assistant coach Jim Hiller to fix it, and he did an amazing job. Power play was a great asset for the Kings last year. Now, this offseason, the Kings decided to stick with their same coaching staff. Trent Yanni is still the guy there running the defense, and running the penalty kill. And Tom McClellan said after the season in the exit interview that he felt the answers to getting the PK on track was in the room as far as the players and the coaches. So another thing that Todd McClellan better be right on this year, and another thing he's going to be judged on, and another thing that's going to dictate whether the Kings are successful or not, how does the coaching staff get that penalty kill turned around? And the players obviously play a big role in that as well. I'm pretty optimistic about all the other unanswered questions. This one, I'm going to have to see it to believe it. I'm not sure about the Kings improving on that penalty kill. They say it's going to be priority, hopefully just making it a priority, will be the answer. I would assume that would mean investing a lot of time with it in practice time, but we shall see. The PK is still a concern for me going into this coming season. We've got one final question about the LA Kings for this coming season, and it's a big one directly impacting you as a fan. That's next on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, check out Locked on NHL to stay up to date on everything going on from around the National Hockey League with debate and analysis on the latest news. That's Locked on NHL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. So my friend Doug, the Ducks fan, and yes, I have a friend who's a Ducks fan, I know. Uh, Doug asked me at the Metallica concert, uh, do you know how and where you are going to watch Kings games on TV this season? And my answer was no. And his response was Shouldn't they have announced that by now? And my answer was, you would think. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we are 25 days away from the start of the preseason, 44 days away from the start of the regular season, and none of us know where we are going to watch the Kings games on TV this season. And most importantly, what could it cost us to watch these games? Are these games going to be all over-the-air broadcasts will some of them be pay-per-view are we gonna have to subscribe to some network to be able to watch some of these games all of them part of them i don't know uh and i don't know why we don't know at this point now uh there are changes going on in local sports broadcasting as you may or may not know valley sports net formerly fox sports uh they're going belly up those regional sports networks could be a thing of the past. And for some teams, they're already looking to transition like the LA Kings, because their contract was up after this season for the ducks, their contract will be up after this coming season. So they're probably looking at the Kings to get a blueprint on what are they doing? And maybe we have to do something like that as well. Now the Vegas golden Knights are in the same situation with the Kings, although they were not Valley sports net. I think they were like AT&T sports network, something like that. Anyway, they've made the transition all of their games are on free local TV this coming season. So if you're a Vegas Golden Knights fan, you're not going to have to pay for anything extra if you get your local channels. Now, they announced this in May. Uh, They're also streaming all their games on something called ViewLift. I don't know what that is. Washington Capitals are using that as well, I read. Um, But we're still waiting. And it's hard to believe that the organization, the Kings organization, haven't figured out at this point, what they're going to do and gotten it settled. But if they have, why wouldn't they have announced it? Um, So I, I can only conclude that they still haven't finalized it. And that is a little concerning. Now I mentioned with the FanDuel ad that we've got college football actually did start this past weekend Uh, college football will be getting going into full swing this coming weekend. And then the weekend after that, the NFL season gets going and look, I'm a big football fan and you know, the NFL has switched to YouTube TV this year. So I had to make an investment in that and then cutting the cord and doing those kinds of things. So you're as a sports consumer and just a person who you know loves movies and TV shows trying to figure out, you know, I'm going to spend my money here on this and I'm going to subscribe to this streaming service and this, that maybe I've got to cancel this one trying to figure some things out and i'd like to know as a kings fan what i'm going to need to invest in to watch kings games and unfortunately we don't know right now um it's something that i hope the kings are going to answer here in the very near future uh and not just make this a last second kind of thing but you talk about unanswered questions for the la kings where they'll be on television is an unanswered question at this point and that's uh that's a little weird All right, well, if you are a fan or an everydayer of this show, uh, I can answer a question for you as far as when we're going to get back to being a -a five-day-a-week show, and that will be one week from today on September the 4th. uh, We will be returning to our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday format as we get ready for the upcoming season. Uh, Thanks to everybody for sticking around during our three-day-a-week break when things were a little bit slow, but uh, we're going to get back at it next week starting our shows five days a week. And uh, again, we've got rookie camp coming up very soon and uh, the rookie face-off in Vegas coming up very soon. So there will be news to talk about uh, coming up. We already started our rival reports. Uh, If you missed that, um, looking at the Kings division rivals, if you missed it, we we talked to Locked On Sharks host, JD Young last week and got you up to speed on what's going on with our no-cal rivals. Also got JD's thoughts on the Kings and he had a lot of good things to say. And uh, we talked Todd McCullen, former Sharks coach, now Kings coach. So if you missed any of that, I would encourage you to go check out that show, The Rival Report, with uh, J.D. Young, the host of Locked on Sharks. We'll have another Rival Report coming up this coming Wednesday. We'd love for you to stay connected with the show by following us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at LA Kings. want to send an email about anything going on with the Kings or an email to respond to something we've talked about for our fan feedback show on Friday, email address Eddie at gmail.com i'm eddie garcia thanks as always for listening and watching this episode of locked on la kings part of the locked on podcast network have a great day we will talk to you on wednesday and as always go kings go